Faster Fluency Conversation Club Podcast Episode 106, How to Be More Confident Under Pressure. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club Podcast by Business English with Christina. The Faster Fluency Conversation Club takes place on Zoom and is a way for you to improve your fluency and confidence in English by talking about real-world topics. We meet for one hour every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we would love you to join us. If you want to practice your English, become more confident, and meet people just like you from all around the world, and have guidance from my expert teachers and me, just click the link in the show notes. Our podcast listeners receive a 50% discount on the first month of membership with the discount code FFCC50. Come and join us today. Hi, everyone. This is Christina for your Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And today I'm here with Christina with a K over in the U.S. Christina, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Oh, I didn't mention, but this is totally not related to the podcast, but it is good news and I wanted to share it with you and with everyone is that we got our Calliope certification. I got the news that we got that. So I was super excited about that. Yes. That was just a little aside before we got into the topic of the week, which is how to be more confident under pressure. So when you have to do things like presentations or conferences or interviews or things like that. Christina, I don't know. Do you have any tips or anything that you would share with the listeners about how to feel more confident under pressure? Well, I would say um, I have a bit of experience with public speaking. And Mm. uh, one basic thing is to do everything you can to reduce your nerves yourself less nervous. So before you're going to present, be sure to take deep breaths, stand up, open your arms, do stretches if you have to. Yeah. (laughs) Things that just kind of relax your nerves because then you can think better and you can feel more comfortable. The other thing too is really important is to have a basic outline of everything in your mind. I would Mm. say you're, you know, really have your introduction in mind. One or Mm -hmm. two sentences is fine. Like just enough to get you like yeah. get you started into your presentation and like feeling because like you were saying before we started recording it's it's like the first few minutes are always the most difficult because that's uh-huh. when you're the most nervous. Mm. But get your introduction in in your mind, your the body of your presentation, and then what you're going to say in conclusion to help everyone remember your main points. Just having that basic outline either in your mind or even just putting it on a small piece of paper. Mm. Just to jog your memory really quick if you start. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, because like sometimes when you're in the middle of the presentation, like you can get into it, you get into the flow, it's going well. And then all of a sudden your mind goes blank. And sometimes <laughs> it's super helpful to just have a quick like note card or little piece of paper to just glance at to remind you what the next thing is that you wanted to say. But I think, I think that's a really important point that you said about bullet points or an outline and not your entire presentation or the entire answer to the interview question written out because you don't want to you don't want to look at your note card or your piece of paper and see a big block of text because that's not going to be very helpful like I have literally done presentations in the past and my notes are like three words (laughs) yeah exactly right yeah I might talk about just three subjects okay we'll talk about it what's my next go to that Three words. And, exactly. And those are my three main points. And that's it. So it can be really, really simple, but just something to help out. 
And what another tip that I remembered um, from some communication training that I followed, one thing is to write out the bullet points or the keywords, like you said, or another thing you can do is to write like the question that you're going to explain to the audience. So you know, imagine I'm doing a presentation on learning English. The question on my note card would be, why is it important to learn English? And because it's something that I know, I would just talk about it, basically. So that's, you know, there's different techniques for that. Yeah. Excellent. I also think a good suggestion is physically practicing it mm. out loud, like yeah. actually stand up mm-hmm. and and stand up and usually like just do it. Yeah. Do it as you're going to present it. Maybe even put like a, a microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you, if you use your hairbrush, you know, hairbrush as the microphone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and you present it with your hand gestures and your body mm-hmm. language, just as you would on stage or yeah. platform or in front of the audience. Yeah, and it definitely help. And I think like that's a really important point because I think it sounds like common sense to say, okay, yes, practice before you go and do it. But I think, and even like myself, I admit I'm guilty of this. Between knowing that you should practice it, like you said, you're doing it a complete dry run from start to finish nonstop and actually doing that dry run nonstop from start to finish. I don't think a lot of people do that. I don't think they take the time to do that. And like I said, I don't always take the time to do it. But the times that I have done that, I realized that it makes a huge difference in, like you said, like how you feel when you're starting out, you've rehearsed it, you've practiced it. So you know kind of what to expect and how you're going to be feeling. And also for timing, like if you're giving a presentation at a conference, you've got 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I think everyone's seen presentations where they get a little over halfway through their slides. They realize they have five minutes and they say, oh, we're going to jump to the conclusion. So, Which is really irritating because you miss information. (laughs) Exactly. And they're like, oh, I'll send you the slides after. And nobody ever looks at the slides. So I think it's like practicing it for timing and for confidence. And I don't know, I think, yeah, but I think it's a lot of people maybe just don't actually, they know that they should, but they don't actually do it. And I think just doing that simple thing can make a huge difference in your confidence for those like high pressure situations. Yeah. And if you have like a 30 minute presentation and you have say six slides, well, you know that you need to be finishing Mm. or on slide number three by like 15 minutes. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like get your timings right. So Yeah. Okay. No, definitely. Very, very good advice. And I hope that the people listening to this podcast will not actually go out and do those things to feel more confident. <laughs> hey, didn't you mention something about Toastmasters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We forgot. I forgot about that. I was going to say, speaking of practice, like looking for opportunities where you kind of are forced to practice. And so that can be things like Toastmasters, um, which is like a group for practicing presentations in front of people and getting feedback and evaluation. Doing something like that can make, again, just like a really big difference. And I like it, and it kind of forces you because they have regular meetings and you have to prepare a presentation for it. So yeah, that could be a, a really good, thank you for reminding me of that because I forgot about that, but we had talked about it. Yeah. I know I'm not quite as familiar, but I know you said you were really familiar with it, that they even do presenting like on a competitive level and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's like hardcore presentation skills. Yeah. Because you can do like your little local Toastmaster group and then you can go up to like regional level or national level. And then like, I've seen friends who do it like competing at like the European level of Toastmasters. And so like, yeah. And you watch their presentation skills and you're just like, 
But of course, it's because they've practiced and they've done it so much that they got good at it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I think we can uh, leave the listeners with that bit of advice. And yeah, they can Google Toastmasters and, and learn more about it. I'm not a member of Toastmasters, so I have like no affiliation or anything. I just have seen friends do it and how much it has helped them. So great. Nice. Okay. Well, thanks, Christina. And talk to you soon. All righty. See you later. Thank you for listening again this week. As a bonus for our listeners, we now offer the transcript of this episode for free so you can read after listening. Our goal is to help you improve all aspects of your English. And when you become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, each week you also get exercises on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, and more directly connected to the topic of the conversation each week. In addition to the daily speaking practice in the club, you'll also make friends around the world with professionals just like you, so you have fun learning and remember what you learned better. And because you listen to this podcast, you get a 50% discount on your first month of membership. Just use the code FFCC50. And if you'd like to join the club, The link for more details is in the show notes for this podcast. We hope to see you in the club.